Hello there, D&D aficionados and good peoples of the role-playing pantheon. Welcome to... Peppers from a Chimney! Part 2 A Crimson Aid podcast that will journey with four wayward adventurers into the heart of the Southlands, a land of mystery and adventure, where riches and dangers await those brave enough to cross the wild expanses. My name is Stacy, and my player and game master handle is Dagobah. The campaign setting is Southlands from Cobalt Press. We are using the D&D 5e rule set, and we game using Fantasy Grounds Virtual Tabletop. So, no more to be said. Let's just sit back, stay tuned, and enjoy. Welcome to Session 10. Sadly, our previous session was a member short, but... Y'all role-played like gangbusters. So now let's just get specific and dive into this recap. The session began with the four of you about to exit Savosi, the guardian tree home of the Nightmare King. What conversations there had been all ended, over, done. Clicker's boon had changed the atmosphere. What answers Duskwood gave seemed muddled and confused, and so, the four of you decide it is nigh on time to leave. Clicker was catatonic, Thorn defiant, Norbit, as always, contentious. And Volan? Well, Volan seemed distracted, not offering much in terms of conversation. Instead, he kept turning to look up at the ceiling. At one point, Duskwood became quite focused on Rowan, staring at the young halfling's forehead in the place where Volan's horns would be located in the material plane. Wise halfling that tells me not her his name. Name your sire, creature. I would know the being that calls you son. Are the last words Thorn hears. Whereas Norbit is told to craft something as payment for the sewing kit he received, to be collected at some future date. You return to the Forbidden Forest, and Norbert manages to find the trail you had been following. You decide to take a short rest before continuing your search for Edwin. Further up the trail, you encounter a gargantuan teddy bear that causes Norbert to flee in fear, humming a hymn from Nelsilly Williamson. Flicker reacts quickly and fires an arrow at the beast, and sees past the illusion. Hidden at the center of the bear illusion is a female satyr, armed with a staff and carrying a small one-eyed teddy bear. But this female satyr is also not the truth. Mid-battle, the form of the satyr melts away to reveal a gray, otherworldly-looking creature. Often as not, it speaks to a person's mind. Clicker speaks to it in a language that is harsh to the ears. Does she know this ugly frog-like creature? The battle slows a bit. Then Clicker shouts, It wants the children's bodies! With renewed vigor, the four of you continue to press the attack. But luck is not on your side. Your attacks seem wild and uncoordinated. In the next moment, Volan pays the price. The body of the young gnome Falker, his avatar. He is the first to fall. What will this party do next? Let's find out. Done. 
I have to say one thing in contention to that. Go for it. <laughs> Speak away. Uh, Volan doesn't have horns. It was... Um, Did I say Volan with the horns? Shit. Yeah. <laughs> Although maybe Volan does have horns. I'm not sure. When no, no. Bogger. He doesn't. <laughs> My bad. Sorry about that. Yes. I almost need to, I I have to get a proofreader. Good lord. My bad. That's all good. Thorns horns. They should have picked up on the little rhyme. Okay. Oh well. So before we jump back into well, I guess I'll sh share the map so that you guys can all see where where things had left off. There were some backpacks and whatnot thrown about. I believe the crossbow that was yours, Thorn, you picked it up again. Right now, the gray frog creature is 30 feet up in the air, carrying the young Falker in one hand, staff in the other, or sorry, was a sword in the other. And Norbert Zack was running along trying to catch if he fell. All the while, you guys kept attacking from distance. So, where we're going to start is we will start with Volan. So, you have, after you had been knocked unconscious by this, the, a powerful blow from this creature, that familiar horizon that you'd seen before appears before you again, but just as you seem to be moving forwards, you stop of a sudden. And before you, standing in an empty gray nothing, you see a couple humanoid forms that are aflame with shadows, that flicker and dance about them. The two forms are looking at something, but then one form grows and fills your vision. You do not see anything turn, but before you are piercing wide eyes that shine with blue light. Need you to give me a, a, a Volan history check. One history check. Let's start this correct, gentlemen. Yeah, that's not going to start it correct with that one. That was a seven. Mm. You do not recognize anything about those eyes. But Thorn, I need you to give me a Thorn perception check. So Thorn perception check. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So as you're in the middle of this battle, shouting and, and hearing the hubbub, of a sudden you feel a phantom warmth on the shorn remains of your horns back on your real body in the underbarrows. Okay? Volan, those blue eyes draw you in and they capture your attention. A strong floral scent fills your nose and a maw of darkness speaks. My son, seek. That's about all you hear. Oh, what? And if you give me a nature check. Check. He's, a he's asking you to swipe right. Swipe right. <laughs> You recognize the scent as jamin, jasmine mixed with incense. 
So after those words are said, the image, the eyes disappear, but you find yourself looking at a river that flows through a narrow gorge. It streams around the monolithic ankles of 80 foot tall statues. These towering statues loom over the river just before its water courses out into the open desert again, broadening and slowing at the foot of a gleaming city. Your eyes seem drawn to the city's harbor. Any questions at that in that moment? No. I mean, <laughs> do, do I? No. I, I'm, I'm in a delusional state right now, so no questions. You can give me a religion check, though. Okay. I mean, is this a city I know? I mean, I'm not really a city guy, so... Nope. You recognize the first three statues the three statues closest to the city the closest you recognize as a statue of the goddess Bastet you recognize the next statue as the god Anuakma and the third statue you recognize is Aten I'll write that out I already got it don't even need to okay good enough Okay, and then the vision fades. It fades away, and you awaken to find yourself once more in a hidden room. It is dark. The yellow-orange light that had lit up this room before is gone. And at this point, I will leave that there, and we will return to the battle. And that battle had ended on... Rowan was the last person. As in it's my go, or I just finished my go? I can't remember, to be honest. I'll say I, I finished my go. I was going to say just go, because it, it ended there, so... Don't know. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, I mean, I am i don't actually have my crossbow yet. I'm trying to get to the purple circle where my crossbow is. Right. So, I'll be uh, using my bonus action to apply... Where is it? Heat metal? Okay. Oh, I should share that picture because I don't think uh, you've seen that yet, have you? So Which this is, is this? this is the creature that currently has you now, Volan or Falker. So, if I remember correctly, one of the guys actually did heal Falker a little bit, and so he awoke, and. At this moment, when you awoke, unlucky geek, you awoke as Falker the boy, as Volan is not there, and, and Volan is no longer inhabiting. Okay, and is this thing flying? It is, 30 feet up off the ground, and it's got you in one of its clawed hands. If he's, if, if Falker is awake, he is like freaking out. Ah, help, help. He's like trying to like do like little bits of magic, but nothing's really happening because he's like being flung around in this guy. Yep. The the only other thing is that those metal wristbands are uh, white hot. Yes, uh, that's right. You you would put those onto it pre previously. Yeah. 
So um, you can see that it's uh, hurting him um, a little bit, but um, he's still maintaining to hold on to you. Um, yeah. And then I try and slip towards my crossbow. Okay. I'm going to move to there. Okay. So that big teddy bear is no longer there. At one point it had been there, but it turned out to be just an illusion. And I think... I can't remember where I dropped it. The actual teddy bear. I don't think I drew we, a circle. We could just say there. <laughs> Makes it easy. Yeah, sure enough. I'll put a circle. There you go. Alright. So. It continues with the child carrying the child in hand. And because it, it's trying to dash, so that's its full movement. And it's, as you remember, the canopy of the trees were roughly 30 feet up in the air. So it's just maintaining that height at the top of the trees. And it shouts out, The child is All right, you're up, Clicker. Mm. Probably confusing this again, but knowing that this is an aberration doesn't help me, right? Or was there something? I can't remember. Well, you had spoken to it in a guttural language mm. and I forget exactly what it is that you, you had said to it but at one point you had been speaking and it seemed like the battle might have ebbed at that point but then after speaking you figured out what was going on and then you continued the, the battle when I believe at that point somebody just attacked her or him or it will know it was slowing down and it was Norbert who was about to go and it seemed and I was asking, did you guys want to go out of combat? And then you were like, no, no, I'm planning to keep the turn order because I'm, I'm about to attack. At which point you revealed to everybody that it was after the bodies of the children. Okay. And then you were hiding over there. And I thought somebody attacked it. Attacking and then hiding and firing your arrows and then hiding and firing your arrows mm. and hiding and missing a lot i know yeah. for me i basically when the the fight sort of ebbed into a point where it stopped i just was holding an action to attack if if he did something stupid like the enemy yeah. did something stupid but um yeah on its turn did you need to do the heat metal on its turn or is that on your turn oh that was uh that's on my turn okay yeah, heat metal is on my okay okay I'm on the wrong character sheet. Let me see what the range is. Okay, it's still within range, I think. Is that 80 feet? Yeah. When, or how when high you, is it? When you target. So, non-Euclidean, so the horizontal difference, distance is more than the vertical distance. So, we're just using the horizontal distance. So, 65 feet is 
That's okay. That's how far it is. So, Clicker is is gritting her teeth as this thing keeps going with Hawker at its claws, feet, flippers, whatever they are, and gives it another try to hit it. Okay. Wow. Uh, does she have advantage? You do because you were hiding, and I don't remember right. if you were. Still remained hidden or not, but I'm going to say yes, so you could do that. I think advantage. so. Just roll again. Mm -hmm. oh, okay, cool. You hit. Okay. I'm oh. not targeting. I am. Okay, I'm good. It maintains focus, but you uh, you weren't going to do sneak attack on that? Huh. Yes, I do. I was gonna apply that automatically. Sorry, here we go. Ooh. It's another six, but it still managed to concentrate. I don't think I applied that six. That nope. No, that's you just rolled a six. It didn't actually do anything with it. Just yeah, no, add the that sneak was, attack to yourself. That was just uh just just a roll and you can you can add the damage manually. Unless it has resistances. No, no, your sneak attack should be a lot more than that. Should be 3d6. Yeah. We're dealing with the level 6 character here, not the level 1. Hmm. Yeah. Mm. Um, shall I roll just 2d6 and you add the damage? Sure. Because otherwise it's going to do the entire thing again, I think. The entire damage. Ooh. All right, so eight damage in total. Okay, it manages to hold on to Falker as it, it flies at that tree that it's at now, but you see blood gushing out of it. It looks bloodied. Glicker is going to dash through the forest and try to okay. hide again after 30 feet of movement. Okay, give me your stealth. Love that plus 11. Beautiful. 19. Okay. If you're done, pass your turn. Mm -hmm. Rowan, you're back up. Okay, so heat metal again. Yep. Oh, snake eyes. Um, and then I'm going to swing around. Pain's concentration. And uh, pick up uh, the crossbow and take a pot shot okay so move to there yep. and then to there and take a shot okay oh there it is there is the crit well it's not a crit the first it's taking the first roll oh why was it double then I don't know oh targeting Volker mm. as well a oh, Volan for some reason. Volan's toast! <laughs> Volan. I can't remove that target. Oh. Alright. I will... Okay, I removed both. And I will re-add him. Thank you. There you go. Yes. 
no. It drops to the ground. As it drops, it says something, but uh, you guys, for some reason, are no longer able to understand its words. And 30 feet, so that's 3d6 for it. Good job! I got him. Look, look, he's falling. Oh, no, Volker. 3d6 for the little Falker. Oh, shit. Fal Falker's hurting. Falker? Falker is unconscious shit. as they both land on the ground at the foot of this tree. Uh. I, I do have to add, Zach was running underneath them. So obviously because of the abstracted turn order, he's not underneath them right now. But I think he would have been underneath them if he just kept kept running with them, right? It's the it's the fun business of everything happening within six six seconds. So we'll see what happens when Rowan passes his turn. It was actually an instant death. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do see that if he if he hits the ground. So Norbit, what are you going to do? Well, I, as was mentioned, I was actually running along underneath them, and of course, yep. seeing the hit and seeing them fall to the ground, and uh, I did my best uh, cricket diving catch um, in okay. order to catch Volan before he hit the ground. So this is your action. So let's see your dexterity, your dexterity check, acrobatics check. <laughs> uh, nice. So it's not that it's difficult. You are running along with them because yes, everything happens in that six seconds. So you were running as it was flying. So you leap and you land at the bottom. Your timing is not quite right. So the body of Falker falls on top of you, but it does provide cushioning. So I'm just going to say instead of taking 254 for damage, I'll just say it was a 1d6 damage instead. So that was five, so he's seven, so he's not unconscious. But he is hurting mightily as he falls on top of you, Norbit, the child Falker. You, um, I don't think you know. I mean, you heard Falker screaming out and wailing, but you can give me a wisdom check. Yeah, you are not sure. As far as you know, this is still Volan. And so as I, uh, knowing that he's quite badly hurt, I will roll over on top of him using my hardened body to shield him from any further attacks. Okay. Uh, is Falker, so did the cushion, is he still knocked out? No. Okay, so. he's no. He was cushioned enough that I just did 1d6 on him instead. Uh, so he's still awake. Gotcha. So I, he, he lands on... He lands... Ah! 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 What's going... Ah! And he like just starts like running. <laughs> I'm, I'm lying on top of him though. Oh. Ah! Get off of me! What are you doing? I don't understand. Ah! Yeah, Zach, you don't, or Norbit, you have no problem staying on top of the gnomish form of, of Falker, who is so much tinier than you. 
What are you doing? Get off of me! Why are we here? I don't understand. I don't understand. Ah! Be quiet. I'm trying to save you. What, what is? What is that? And he points over. Is like one arm like flailing from underneath the pile, like pointing at the uh, giant frog thing. Stop flailing around, you idiot! I'm gonna say you can give me a perception check. Actually, no. You're you're pretty freaked out. So let me see what your passive is. Yeah, Zach's voice sounds unfamiliar to you, and you do recognize that you are in the Forbidden Forest. Yeah, uh, I'm going to give him a turn of shock. And pass the turn. Okay. Because <laughs> he, he's like freaking out. He just, he woke up and he's like yep. carried by a monster. Yep. He's having a rough day. Sounds like it. Rowan, you're back up. All right, so is it on the ground prone? Actually, yes, it would be on the prone. It would be prone as well. Let me put that on top of it. Uh, you can put prone on yourself as well, Falker and Zach. Sh you guys should have that inside your actions tab. So I'm gonna let that um, those uh, arm arm wristbands uh, burn into his skin, and then I will lock uh, uh, put another bolt into the crossbow and take aim and wait for him to stand up. Uh, before shooting, so ready to action to shoot when he's. Okay, so you're staying put and just readying an action for when he stands up to That's shoot. Right. That's right. Okay, so he stands up. Okay, and I take my shot. So he's no longer prone. Ah, <laughs> oh, it still misses. Uh oh. As he stands, he looks about him. And hisses something in a. Actually, he says something in your directly in your mind, Rowan, as as you were the one who just fired. And he says in your mind, basically in your mind, he whispers once more, "Let me have the children's bodies." I am saying nothing at this point in time. I'm focused. He reaches to grasp the protecting form. Oh, so let me put you over there. Sorry, Zach, is you're on top of on top of Falker. So he goes to grab at you. So basically, he's trying to, for all intents and purposes, this this is a grapple. So you need to beat a. You can do either acrobatics or strength, athletics or acrobatics. You choose, but you need to beat a ten as he tries to grasp at you. And you do, so he is unable to grab at you. So that is that. So not being able to grab at you, instead what he does is his claws come out. And he tries to stab you with his claws. And he does, he manages uh, to stab I you. I should be rolling with disadvantage. Because he's got heat metal on him, so any attackers with disadvantage. Hmm. I don't know why he's rolling with advantage at the moment. Well, there's no effect, and I don't, he's because Zach is prone. Ah, oh, okay, fair enough. It balanced. So, let's let's just have it. Yeah, let's just have it balance. There we go. 
he then tries to swipe his enormous claws at you, Norbit, but you manage to just dodge out of the way just as they come slashing at you, protecting Falker. And he stands there and looks looks from left to right, and then he will... You guys ruined my plans. Uh... That's our job as players. Uh, we succeed again. <laughs> he takes off and he runs into the bush. Now, can here's a rule question I don't know. Opportunity attack from someone who's prone? At disadvantage. Okay. So he's going to take off running, so you could try to strike him. Strike out at him, Zach. And Falker, if you like. Falker, in a, like, gaining his consciousness, is going to finger a frost him and try to do Ray of Frost while laying down, okay. freaking out, doing anything he can to destroy the monster. Because it's a monster. Okay, so a disadvantage. Disadvantage. Dis. And. Oh, that's the wrong one. No wonder. Sorry, I got too many characters. <laughs> Ray of You could probably Frost disadvantage. Ray of Frost disadvantage, there it is. No. You fire off in fear, but your nerves get the best of you and it flies wide as it as the creature starts taking off. What about you Norbit Zack? Hey, I'm going for an ankle tap. Oh, and you managed to swing out with your ears. Oh, you you tried to karate chop him. Okay. See what kind of damage you did. <laughs> minimal damage. Very, very minimal. It was an ankle. Tap. And you recall... So it should have let him flatten his face. Oh, oh, for sure. That's exactly what it did when you struck his ankle. This creature that you've never seen before in all your life. That was such an Achilles heel shot that it fell over dead. No. That's not what happened. But you do recall uh, how your companion had shouted out that it regenerates a few moments ago. All right, Atreya, you are up. Oh, and it's running, it ran into the trees here. So it's got inside the trees where it is now, it'll have three quarters cover. You there, Ivan? Why am I talking without pushing push to talk? That's so stupid. I don't okay. know. Clicker is going to dash into a position that is much closer and also possibly finding an angle where it's not hidden by trees for the moment she fires. Okay. So she to can that. dash as a free action or bonus action to go 60 feet total. Okay. So somewhere here at the tree line, probably. Sure. Now this, I'm not going to say this is going to count. Well, I'll just use your passive, actually. You don't get a clear shot, but you, you do get a, instead of, of three quarters cover, you just, it just covers, so minus two. Becomes mm -hmm. a shot. Yep. Yeah. 
There minus you go. Two. Look at that. So 19. Or oh, did you have the minus two hits. on that? Nope. But still it's still hits, 19. Though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Still hits. And damage. She's no longer hidden, right? Because she moved. So. That's right. Oh, good hit. You manage to score a hit and you hear a grunt in pain from the trees. Don't let it get away! It's a monster! Made from nightmares! And that is my turn. Alright, Volker. Uh, Zack is on top of you, speaking with a strange voice. Zack! Zack! What are you doing? Get off of me! Get off of me! He's like... Trying to, like, work his way out. Can I do a escape from a grapple to move him off of me? Yes. Mm-hmm. I'll use dexterity, because that's better. You can do a... It's a save, right? I believe, if I recall correctly. Uh, no, no. Nope. It would be a check. A check. Oh, that's a magical escape. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to do a strength, I believe, For, to, to stay on top of him, or do you just uh, let him get away? I'll just let him get away. All right. Yeah, so you gotta like. So yeah, natural you are, I'm actually trying to help him get away. <laughs> he slips out and uh, stands up, just like. What's going on? What's going on? I don't understand. Ah, what? Zach, oh. why, why, why are you? Why are we fighting this thing? We should be home. Hide behind the tree. What? Ah. He looks at the tree and hides. <laughs> okay. See your stealth check. Oh, I have the tower covered. I will make it in a second. Okay. You go and you hide behind the trunk and everybody's watches as you go out there making all kinds of whimpering noises as you go and you try to hide behind the trunk. And my turn. Yep. All right, Norbit, what are you going to do? I'm going to go and join him on the other side of the tree and try and comfort him because he's hurting. Okay. Does that does your comforting mean something specific? No, we're just both absolutely trash, so we're both just hiding behind a tree. You're hiding behind a tree. I want to stealth okay. check. Yep. <laughs> you go beside Zach. Zach, you go right up beside Falker there. <laughs> you, you're making as much noise as he was, except you're, um, of, of course, not whimpering and shouting, but you're just doing a very poor, poor job of trying to stay hidden. Yeah, I'm Flicker. not actually behind I'm beside the tree now. Flicker briefly looks over his shoulder as Zack screams, Come, we gotta hide behind this tree! <sighs> Elf. That's good. And standing where you are, Atreya, you hear in your voice, you hear its voice in your head once more, as it says, one second. 
It's not that it says specifically. Instead, it's more like you see a moment in time as it communicates with you. And in your head, you get the very clear picture of this teddy bear growing into this gargantuan construct. And you see the shape of a small boy standing beside this now gargantuan teddy bear. And at that moment, a, a, a portal has opened and you see that this creature is looking through this portal at that boy and at that bear and you can feel its utter desire for that bear and with that it turns invisible and you can hear rustling in the trees quick rustling that sounds like it's moving north and you hear it for a couple of seconds and then the sound disappears rowan okay um i'll roll the heat metal what's the what's the uh, distance on it uh it's infinite uh okay. the casting distance is 60 feet but after that it's infinite. so okay. um it's only a minute, so if he gets away, it'll peter out. Okay. Can he roll a concentration check? Ooh. Uh, you hear a shout coming from some distance to the north, but at the moment there there's so much foliage between you and it that you are not able to see it. I move up to there to see if I can... Um, get a better view. If, if I can't see anything, um, uh, follow it. Okay. And I turn to uh, click and I go, oh, oh, where'd it go? I can't, I can't see it amongst all those, all those trees. No, you cannot. That's correct. That, that'll be my turn done. Licker tries to catch up. She... dashes with the bonus section once again. Okay. To gain about 60 feet to where she presumes the thing has run off to. Now, also remember that even though you're dashing, moving through the forest, it becomes difficult terrain. So your speed is halved. Okay. Does she catch up enough to hear it again? You catch up. And what's your perception? You can hear it off in a distance to the north, but you're still unable to put an eye on it as you run into the trees as you are. You can still hear it crashing through the trees to the north. Okay. She uses her... Action to move as well. And okay. Catch up further, and while well, I again cannot very well imitate this, but again she says in a language that sounds very much like <laughs> she says or shouts as much as possible, speaking in this language without mimicry. You cannot run! We will find you! 
face us now. And that's her turn. Okay. What about you, Falker? Uh, Falker is going to look at Zach and say, what? What's going on, Zach? Why are you talking so strange? Why are we in the Forbidden Forest? I, help! What? I don't... I'm bleeding! Well, I think okay. that is probably what he's going to spend his turn doing. <laughs> okay. Right, Zach, you're up. Yeah, well, I'm just going to um, sit there and bleed too. And say, yep, know how you feel, mate. It's not good. Okay. I, I uh, walk up. over and go, well, I, I ain't chasing it because um, I can't see it and I don't know where to go. I'm going to keep an eye on you guys and uh, make sure nothing nasty comes up on it. And I'll stand over them uh, with my uh, crossbow drawn, ready to fire at anything that uh, seems dangerous. Okay. Clicker. Can I assume how far away it is? I will say at this moment that it has continued running and you did hear in your head once more you hear, or not hear, but you get this image, a very clear picture in your head of the creature. And when you get that image in your head, when you see the creature with that image, you know its name from that image because that it's that clear. And you get the, the in your head, what you see is it kind of like being very, very close to your hair and it's smelling. And basically what it means is I've got your scent. One day we will meet again. Okay. Do I know how far away it is? You can give me a perception check. Mm-hmm. No, you do not know. You no longer can hear it nor see it. Damn! By the gods, this sting! <sighs> yeah, we will meet again, you little trash can. And she turns around and moves towards the edge of the forest again to meet the others. Okay, so what I'm going to say is at that moment then, combat is done. And I want to once more... Are you guys hearing a strange noise on my line? What kind of noise? Like, is there like a metallic noise in the background when I'm talking? Very yep. slightly, yeah. It's like somebody is beating, being the, what is it called, the thing on on the drums that is not a drum, but a the other thing, the, the bright thing, a gong. the snare, the snare, exactly. Weird. After no, after you've spoken, there is like symbol. a snare, a snare at the end. Well, the high, the snare is the one that goes on. The hi hat's a little tip. A hi, it's a hi hat, something like that. 
When in doubt, it's a cowbell. <laughs> <laughs> when in doubt, it's a cowbell. Hilarious. Okay. So let's go back to our friend. Volan. So you awaken to find yourself once more in a hidden room. It's dark. The orange-yellow light that lit up this room is gone. Oh, no. <laughs> you might recall, too, that that pink light that was on the strip on the bottom of the floors, it was never in this room. It was just that yellow-orange light. Mm -hmm. As you absorb your surroundings and let your dark vision adjust, you can barely hear the breath from your companions. And as your light, as your eyes adjust, you look over and you can see Thorn, peaceful, calm in his repose. Clicker? Oh my, poor Clicker. Partially slumped across her is Norbit. What do you do? This is not good. He, uh, he ponders the mysteries of... A, the dark thing he just heard and saw. And doesn't really know. He's going to try his best to try to fall back asleep. Okay. Because if he he thinks to himself, he goes, well, if I can't go back out because the people searching for us will get me. I need to be able to join my friends. So he tries to count sheep as you start to prepare yourself to try to go to sleep again you notice that you are covered in a yellowish dust does it seem like like time has passed significantly in this room is everyone covered when you look at, at your companions you notice that they too are covered in this yellowish looking dust. If I like run a finger on like the thing next to me, is it also covered in dust? You run your finger on the, on the, yeah. the chair that's beside you and no, it is not covered in dust. I like, if I like take a smell, maybe like taste it. Is it like a, like, can I identify what the dust might be? Sure. Uh, give me a... I guess it would be probably... Give me a nature check. Um, I could do nature. There's just nature. Oh, look at that. That was a beautiful nature check. 22. So you pick it up and you rub it in your fingers. It has the texture of sand. And as you rub it in your fingers, it sparkles just the littlest bit and then it disappears from your fingers. Fairy dust. <laughs> uh, <laughs> turmeric. Interesting. Uh, yeah. How much time has passed when Norbert returned here? Moments? Hours? Yeah, who can say? Uh, yeah, I don't. He doesn't really have anything clever. He doesn't want to go back out. So he's going to try to just relax himself again and try. Your stomach growls 
you were feeling very uh, hungry. Maybe I need to spend some time eating with all the food I don't have. Uh, <laughs> exactly. You can roll your check. Your check will be a wisdom check, but it will be at disadvantage. Okay. We will attempt to focus my wise self. Mm-hmm. Because I'm wise, not really. That's probably not gonna. <laughs> that is a dirty-eight. <sighs> and this was Volan that did this. Why is Volan rolling at? Because you said to do it at disadvantage. <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, I'm sitting there, catch myself up. Yes, you have to roll at disadvantage because you're hungry. I need to go go to sleep, I think, myself. You try mightily to push yourself back to sleep, but you are unable to calm yourself or see past or, or feel past the hunger in your, your tummy to get to sleep. Yeah. He does not have anything... Clever. He will only have a few potions too, so he doesn't want to like go through the hole because he might not be able to come back. Give me a history check. No, I don't remember anything. <laughs> it was. It wasn't going to be a hard. It was a DC five. So, you do recall that all of you had a couple of potions each. That, yeah, that's true. Um, but I don't know. It, it doesn't seem smart to go out and risk myself. I'm gonna. He's just gonna fit and toss, but I think it's safe to stay in here. So he's gonna just try to calm himself, become one with this room, and uh, continue <laughs> trying to reach his friends even if he can't because oh, I think okay. that's the safest thing to do alright back in the forest again so the battle is finished your tokens are unlocked what are you guys going to do Falker is freaking out at the bottom of the tree Zack is looking pretty pretty bad Norbert is looking pretty pretty bad Everything's relatively quiet. Norbit's backpack is on the ground. Not sure what else he dropped. Oh, his sewing kit and his backpack. Yeah, Norbit's going to go and pick up the sewing kit in the backpack. And he's going to say, I want to go back to the town. I'm not interested in chasing this thing anymore. So just equip that back in your inventory again. Yep. I mean, we um, can... Uh head back maybe maybe it's getting late um back at uh, the the camp we uh left um maybe we should check up on, check up on that which camp is that we left a camp yeah yeah the the camp that um, we were slaves in it hasn't been that long, has it, for you? What are you talking about? What slaves? We're not slaves. 
You stay what? stay quiet, Falco. Why, why, why are you talking so weird? I don't understand. Uh, Flicker comes running back. Calm down. Calm down, lad. It's, it's okay. gone. Okay. It's gone. I couldn't catch it. We need to get out of here. We, we don't belong here. Oh, Falco. He, he's looking a, um, a bit like what happened in Norbert, I think. He's regressed. I don't understand. What do you mean regressed? I, it's a, what's a regressed? Is that a monster? Uh, no. Calm, calm, child. It, it's okay. I think Ch- we child? should get... What? Why are you talking so weird? I don't understand. Uh, uh, we need to get out. I'm, I'm bleeding. I'm bleeding with my arm. Uh. Uh, I think we should get him back to the uh, village. What are your, what are your thoughts? I agree. That's what I think we should do too. Uh, yeah, I mean, we we should all go back to the village. Why just me? Why aren't you guys coming? Well, look at the state of. Zach, I think we uh, all need to go. Yeah, uh, we just got to figure out which way it is to get back. Certainly, um, it's in the direction that uh, is most content. It is whatever we choose it to be, is it not? Well, that's uh, another way of saying it, yes. Are you happy you with do that? look like absolute shit, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> and we she feel like and Zach. I can yep. imagine. That, that, that's a bad word. Don't you shouldn't say that. Yeah, I've lived among shit half my life. It feels you're, like. Well, you're scaring me. You don't, you don't sound. You don't, you don't sound like the people I know. <laughs> I. Just, I, I have to say, I know this is going to break this um, the, the role play, but you sound so much like um, uh, Rick and Morty. You sound like uh, Morty <laughs> at the moment. Hilarious. I've actually never seen that show, so. Oh man! Okay. Sound and act like Morty, but anyway. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna wander off and pick up the teddy bear and bring it back and offer it to Volan. It's in the party sheet. I'm gonna pick as pick up as many arrows as I can find. You can recover half your arrows. And let's try to hold hands and move to the village. That's all you want, but Falker, right? That's what you want most. Yeah. To go yeah, back home. Yeah. yeah okay. Should, let's focus on here. that and and try to get back as quickly as possible. Just close your eyes and hold hands. Yeah. Cl- close I'm my gonna, eyes. I'm gonna give Volker yeah, the teddy bear. My hold on, arrows real quick. Here, hold on to this teddy bear. It'll make you feel better. Does the teddy bear, like, does it look like the giant teddy bear that's there? No, it's just a normal. Yes, I thought it was, but it's a small size, of course. It's just a regular teddy bear with a missing eye. Yeah, and not the fangs. Yeah, he holds on to it. He's happy to have some cuddly. I'm Mick, and I play Norbit. Hi, my name is Ryan, also known as Unlucky Geek on Mixer. I'll be playing the Trollkin Warlock named Valen. 
Hello, my name is Atua, and I will be playing Thorn, the Tiefling Bard. This is Ivan, I'm 28, and I'm the community manager of Hammerdog Games. And I'm gonna be playing Clicker, a Ravenfolk locksmith. And then there is me. I am Dagaba, and you're listening to a Crimson Nib podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Crimson Nib, or at facebook.com slash Crimson Nib. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, Please rate and review me on Google Podcasts, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. So until next time, good people, adieu.